So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts for our name mine. One, two, three. Welcome back to our extraordinary now before we get started with this episode don't forget to hit the subscribe button like this episode share this podcast and if you can do me a favor head on down to the review section and leave an honest review because this podcast was dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. And I don't know what that version is, but I know that just like we need a little bit more money, just like we need a little bit more sleep, just like we need a little bit more of anything in life, we deserve to be a little better than what we are right now. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I hope your weekend was good. I hope you're ready to jumpstart the day. I hope you're ready to tackle the week. I hope you're ready just to go ahead and get started with it. But, you know, as I come to y'all on this episode, I really want to come to y'all very transparent. I want to be honest. I want to I want to be open and I'm not saying that I ain't never been any of those things, but the topic that I'm bringing today, I just I feel like I can't cut corners with it. I feel like I can't I can't try to put on my podcast voice. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I can't do that. See, we live in a society right now where, you know, and we're going in the right directions. I'm not going to try to like downplay society. You know what I mean? Like we we are going in the right directions towards the right things that we definitely need to be talking about. Like we're talking about self-care. We're talking about love. We're talking about mindfulness. Hell, we're even bringing up, you know, our love languages. But my problem with, my problem with today's society and how we talk about things is the way that we say it. When we say it, it seems like as if we're trying to sell somebody on it. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to sell you the best version of yourself. I'm trying to sell you the process of taking the steps forward to becoming a better version of yourself. And what I mean by that, man, like we quick to say like, you know, like, hey, man, you need to go ahead and start creating generational wealth. Not realizing that that shit's hard. We we, we sit back and tell people if you're not unhappy, if you're unhappy at your job, you know, you need to quit and go ahead and become an entrepreneur, you know, chase your dreams and passions. Not realizing that shit is hard. We talk about self-care. We talk about self-love. We talk about uncovering our trauma so that way we can heal, not realizing that all of that shit is hard. It's hard. Like nothing that I said was an overnight process. Like nothing that I said was like something that can be done in less than a day. All of those things that I just mentioned take years to do, right? And what really gets me, like what really gets under my skin is when we get to talking about failure. See, when we talk about failure, we're not talking about failure in the sense of the whole thing. We always try to be the positive aspect in failure. You know, like every L is a lesson. You know, you got to trust the process. You got to keep moving forward. And it's not not saying that any of those things that I just said were a lie, but we try to make it as if like those things aren't like a sledgehammer to your fucking face. When we talk about failure, we always refer to people in a sense of we always refer to failure in a sense that we're talking about the fear of failure. You know what I mean? Like we talk about the fear of failure a lot. 
And when I say the fear of failure, I'm talking about the person who's too afraid to take a step forward towards their goals and aspirations. And I'm not saying anything about you, but one thing that I really want you to understand that this episode right here is not for you. It's not for you. And I don't, I ain't trying to push you away and I ain't trying to tell you to turn this off because this episode might be for you in a couple of weeks. It might be an episode for you in a couple of months. It might be the episode for you in a couple of years. But if you're still sitting on the porch, right? If you're still sitting on the porch wondering if it's time for you to take a step forward, then this episode might not be for you. This episode is for the people on the ground floor right now. This episode is for the person right now who has taken back-to-back failures and does not know if he is going to be able to move forward. This episode is for him. This episode is about coping with the trauma of failure. It's like what I said. I said coping with the trauma of failure. And for those who don't know, like depending on like depending on the failure, man, it can have real adverse effects on who we are as a person and how we perceive ourselves afterwards. And I, you know, and I, when I bring this up, man, like I really, I had to sit back on this. I had to do some research. I had to ask some questions. I had to, you know, I had to really dive deep in this because I had never realized the trauma of failure. I hadn't realized the trauma of failure. I didn't know that failure could really have like some severe lasting effects on us. And when we talk about like those lasting effects, man, like we never really talk about the shame that's associated with failure. You know what I mean? We never really talk about the embarrassment that's associated with failure. We never really talk about that after multiple transgressions of failure. You know what I mean? Like we start to second guess who we are. We start to actually second guess who we are after repeating, you know, after we fail a couple of times. And one thing that it really stood out to me was about like Ronda Rousey. And I remember when Ronda Rousey first rose up, like like she was the biggest thing. Like next, you know, she was in Fast and the Furious. She was all over the place. You know what I mean? Like they said, like she was the greatest thing ever. Then she took her first loss, right? She took her first loss. And I, you know, I'm not really, um, I'm not a UFC expert, but I remember seeing that and how big it was. You remember she was fighting Katie Holmes and I don't, I ain't going to give you semantics or try to like, you know, I'm not going to try to like be, I'm not going to be nothing, something that I'm not, but I remember her losing. And after she lost, like she would go on to these interviews and tell people that I did not know who I was afterwards. You know, I went through a depression. And at the time of me hearing that, right? Like at the time of me hearing that, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. I was like, you took an L. We all take L's. We all fail. But failure has a traumatic, has a trauma associated to it that we don't really talk about. 2020, you know, and I told y'all I was going to be honest. I said I was going to be transparent, right? 2020, I had the podcast that already start picking up. Podcasts that already start picking up. In fact, it started to pick up so much that I started to, there started to be a little bit momentum with my success. You know what I mean? And during 2020, this is now, I'm getting paid gigs. I'm, I'm doing live shows for the podcast. Matter of fact, we brought 2020 in in LA, you know, with me doing a live show. I got a standing ovation. I knew that this was the right thing that I was supposed to be doing. So right that I felt like as if like this was finally my calling. I'm talking about I was sitting back and I would drive home and I'll be like this. Thank you, God. I would tell God, thank you, because I knew for a fact that this is exactly what I was doing. Every other month I was doing a show. Guests lined up. 
on social media. You can see my see my videos getting shared on a regular basis. I'm actually rising in the way that I'm supposed to. You know what I mean? I'm rising. I dropped the book. I I really was doing good. And by 2021, it seemed like it had like just flipped on the side of his head. Like it flipped. And, and and when I say that it flipped, man, I really want y'all to understand, man, that, that I'm trying to be as transparent as I as as I can, but I'm walking through this moment as as I'm talking about it. I'm really going through these emotions. By the end of 2020, I had made the decision that I'm gonna leave California and come all the way over to Virginia. I'm gonna come all the way over to Virginia. And when I get here, you know, I'm going to take my career, my military career to the next level. And I really want to take a moment real quick because I don't think we really talk enough about like, you know, the process in which it's like to take your career to the next level or take your skill to the next level. You know, like you actually end up in one of those places where it's like either you keep up or give up. And that's exactly what happened. Like when we talk about like move being, you know, you don't want to be the bigger fish than the pond. We never talk about what it's like when that big fish gets in that pond. Like, it's actually a very intimidating feeling. You know what I mean? Like, it's actually very intimidating. And I might be speaking on some taboo topics that most men don't want to talk about. You know what I mean? When we say, when you hear another man says that he's intimidated, you assume that that man is scared. But I really want you to understand that when you're surrounded by people that are really good, it does make you second guess yourself a little bit. Like, damn, these people are good. Especially when you around motherfuckers, like especially when you around motherfuckers who aren't as good as you and you have spent so many years being the biggest fish in that pond, right? So when you come over to the majors, it it does change you. It, It is very intimidating. My first mission, my first mission I get, you know, I had to been there probably like a month. It was a fucking disaster. It was a fucking disaster. And that was the first time that I had really failed in almost, fuck, man, I'd say like eight, six, six, eight, damn, almost like seven years. Before I had came all the way into Virginia, man, you got to understand, I was the top tier Marine. So now here I am surrounded by the top tier Marines of the Marine Corps, you know? First mission, it was a failure. And that shit fucked me up. Next thing you know, I get tasked out to go do that. I fuck that up. Next thing you know, I get tasked out on another mission. I I fuck that up. I'm fucking up every mission that I'm getting tasked with, and I can't see why. I can't see why. And and I really want to like take a moment real quick because, you know, as we dive deeper into this episode, I really want people to understand that, you know, we really don't talk enough about like the trauma associated with it. That like we talk about like, hey, man, you know, you need to have some type of confidence. But the thing about confidence is, is that, you know, confidence is really based off of results. And for those who do not understand what I mean when I say that confidence is really based off of results, like your confidence can either go up based off of your results or it will go down based off of your results. So if you're not succeeding, your confidence is not going to be able to stand the fucking whiff of those failures. Let me explain. I'm really trying to explain that to people because by the time I came out here, right, when I came out here, I was filled with all types of confidence. But after the first failure, after the second one, after the third one, After the fourth one, 
after the fifth one, after a series of unfortunate events that which caused all of the failures to line up in the proper way, I'm talking about my confidence just couldn't take it anymore. I started to sit back and ask myself if I was even supposed to be here. I said shit like, damn, this probably was the worst mistake that I ever made in my military career. Over time, like my confidence, it, it, it dwindled to the point where I really started to second guess who I was. I started to say things like, damn, man, like I really don't belong here. I'll never be as good as them. I'll never be good, period. And after a while, you start to second guess who you really are. Like the person that everybody else sees, you can't even see it. We don't talk enough about like the shame and embarrassment that comes with it. Because when we talk about embarrassment, man, like I'm talking about like you falling on your face in front of people and people are expecting you to succeed. And you you feel like not only have you let yourself down, but you have really let everybody else around you down. And then we say things like, hey, man, you know, just shrug it off. Hey, man, it's okay. Hey, you got to keep pushing. Never give up. And although those things are true, I really want you to understand that after investing so much time physically, after investing so much time emotionally, after investing so much time in general, there ain't no way that you're going to be able to fucking shrug it off. It sits with you. It, it, it really eats at your soul. We don't talk enough about the trauma of failure. And one thing that I really want people to understand that as we move forward, that 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 fear, let me rephrase that, that trauma, it stays with you, right? I would spend a whole year grinding it out. I would spend a whole year training. I would spend a whole year fine-tuning my craft. I would spend a whole year to the point where, you know, and, and, and a lot of people always ask, like, you know, what happened? You know, what happened to me in 2021? 2021, I refused to show back up. And, and, and one thing that I want people to understand is, is that when you receive like back to back failures, when life ain't going the way that it's supposed to, like when you invested so much and you're not reaping the benefits, let me rephrase that you're, you're constantly failing. It, it seems like as if you're stuck in a landmine field. You're stuck in a field of landmines and whatever step that you take next, it seems like it's about to be another failure. So you refuse to move. And when you refuse to move, it just seems like as if you're stagnant. And that's exactly what it felt like when I was on my, it felt like that with my social media. It took me a long time to get over that. It took me a long time to get over that. And and as we as we go into the second part of this episode, I really want you to understand that how I was able to cope with it, you know, how I was able to cope with it. And I want you to understand that this isn't just a one time thing like where it's, you know, I did these steps and all of a sudden I was able to get over everything. I still deal with it. Like if somebody was asking me right now, man, like how do you cope with failure? How do you cope with the trauma of failure? To be honest with you, I'm still dealing with it. Although I'm a better version than I am, than I was last year, I can assure you I'm still dealing with it. Although my fighting ability has went up expeditionously, I'm still dealing with it. 
Although my speaking ability has went up, I'm still dealing with it. Although I'm clearly a better version of myself, I'm still dealing with it. So it's not something that just goes away. And I really want us to, you know, as we move forward, I really want us to stop treating failure as if it's something that just goes away. That you can fail on Monday, get back up on that stage and be successful. But as you walked up on that stage, you are still trip. You're still trembling from the after effects of Monday. And although you succeeded Wednesday, when you walk on that stage again on Friday, you're still thinking about the failure that occurred on Monday because that shit can happen to you at any time. You still deal with it. But one of the things that I definitely um, one of the things that I definitely had to do when I was coping with it was I had to learn to embrace the emotion. Like a lot of times, like we sit back and we try to shrug shit off. You know what I mean? Like we try to shrug an emotional failure off. When I say an emotional failure, I'm talking about time invested in it. I'm talking about personal time invested in it. Like this shit became a part of your life and you really gave it 100% and it did not work out the way that it did. You you can't shrug it off. This is grief. You're not going to be able to just shrug grief off. I don't give a fuck how tough you think that you are. You're not going to be able to just shrug grief off. As you watch, as we prepare for the Super Bowl, pay attention to the teams. Just last night, like as when the Los Angeles Rams became the NFC champions, like pay attention to the other team as they hung their heads low. They're dealing with the grief of that loss. They're dealing with the grief of that failure, that all that work up until this moment, it did not pay off. And now they're going home and another team is going. I need you to pay attention to the team as they hang their heads low. Everybody's like, hang your head high. You know, walk that shit off. No, it's no way that you can walk it off after putting so much time into it. Allow yourself to embrace them emotions. But once you embrace those emotions and you give them their allocated time, right? Like as you give them their allocated time, then you can be mindful. Then you can focus on being moving on. But we never can get over a real failure because we're so stuck on we, 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 we can't get over a real failure because we never acknowledge the failure to begin with. Next, I had to learn to separate the failure from my identity. Just because I am failing does not mean that I am a failure. And I got to say that again, just because you're failing now does not mean that you are a failure. See, a lot of times, like we 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 get so caught up in the idea that because we are failing, that we are a failure. Because we are failing, that we are worthless. Because we are failing, we're embarrassed. We're, we're we're suffering from our embarrassment. We're because we are failing that we start to sit back and say that our skills right now aren't shit. But reality is, is that they just weren't good enough for the moment that you were in. They just weren't good enough for the moment that you were in. And when you separate failure from your identity, one thing that I need you to understand is, is that the failure was the event. You are not the failure. You are not the failure. You are going to go on and be, a, be able to become better. You are going to be able to learn from it. You can't change the event. The event is set in stone, but you can change what's going to happen on the next one. I really want a lot of people to understand that right now, that you have to be able to separate your identity from the failure. You are not the failure. Next. 
I really want us to understand that you got to be able to focus on the process, not the outcome. Focus on the process, not the outcome. It frustrates me when we talk about like all of these things that lead to X, Y, and Z things. When I say X, Y, and Z, I'm referring to the generational wealth, the entrepreneurship, the success, the, you know, whatever we are trying to sell to this generation of people, but we forget the process. Earlier, you heard me talk about how this shit takes years to make. It takes years to make. You got to be able to focus on that. If you're so worried about the outcome, you're always going to come up short. And when I say that you're worried about the outcome, if you think right now that if you apply pressure today, that tomorrow you're going to receive some results, I'm just going to go ahead and just let you know right now, grab a pillow because you're about to be crying and you're going to be upset. You're going to be upset because that's not how this works. I'm going to tell you right now, man, like if you think that you're going to invest in one stock and then by tomorrow that bitch going to blow up, I'm going to just tell you right now, grab a pillow, man, because that shit ain't going to work like that. It ain't going to work like that. You post one thing on fucking Instagram or TikTok and you think all of a sudden that bitch going to blow up. It might or might not work, but you better be prepared for it not to work. You got to trend, You got to prepare for the process. You're not a failure right now. Let me rephrase. You're not a failure. You're not a failure. And although you have not reached your success, there's a yet at the end of that. You haven't reached success yet. You haven't acquired this yet. There's a process into it. And, you know, I'm not trying to glorify the process because, you know, I'll be the first one to tell you, fuck the process. I ain't going to try to glorify it. I ain't going to try to. That process is hard. That process is full of embarrassment. That process is filled with moments where you feel like you're stagnant. That process is going to be filled with moments where you're going to feel you're going to start to second guess who you are. But if you focus on the process and getting over those obstacles, then you will start to receive the outcome that you deserve. And this episode is brought to you by Rise Scenario Based Training. That's right, Rise Scenario Based Training, where we create the opportunity so you can rise to the occasion. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoy making it. Stay tuned every Monday. And if this episode was helpful, go ahead and share this episode with somebody who definitely needs to hear it. And if you can, head on down to Apple Podcasts and leave this podcast an honest review. And if you're listening to it on Spotify, do me a favor, click that five-star review button. It would greatly be appreciated. And with that being said, stay hungry, stay motivated. I'm out.